Hello and welcome to another episode of the So Leadership Podcast. I can't believe it's already the end of February and we're moving now into the next season of the ministry year where a lot of our university terms are starting up in the next few weeks if they haven't already. If you're new with us or you haven't been able to tune in to the past few episodes and you're wondering why this podcast exists, this podcast exists because we're passionate, we're motivated, we're committed to seeing a generation of leaders being equipped to serve God faithfully and effectively. And so as we transition into the next season of the ministry year, And as our various ministry programs and events and meetings really kick into gear, it's going to be increasingly important that we grow in being effective in doing what we do well. And so in today's episode, we're going to look at how to run effective meetings. Now, if you spend any amount of time in ministry, you'll know that so many hours in a week can be taken up being in meetings of various kinds. You have meetings with your executive committee. You have meetings with your wider leadership group. You have meetings with the younger leaders in your community that you're training and coaching and mentoring. You have meetings with people who are older than you that are training and coaching you. And so chances are, a lot of your time is spent in meetings. And you might be someone that either loves them or absolutely hates them or somewhere in between. But no matter where you sit on the spectrum, we have to recognize that meetings conducted for the right purposes at the right time are a crucial component of any ministry or organization. Paul Axtell, who's a consultant that's worked with a number of Fortune 500 companies and has done a lot of work in unpacking what it means to run an effective meeting. He says this, he says, meetings are at the heart of an effective organization and each meeting is an and sorry, each meeting is an opportunity to clarify issues, set new directions, sharpen focus, create alignment and move objectives forward. And when it comes to ministry, that can be true as well. Meetings can be a helpful tool for any leadership team in executing the mission and vision of your ministry or campus team. And so today we're going to look at three key areas or three key ways we can help make our meetings more effective. How to make them more alive and engaging for all of those involved. And so today we're going to look at three things. We're going to look at preparation, execution, and action. Preparation before a meeting, execution during a meeting, and action after a meeting. So let's dive straight into it. Preparation. For many of us, particularly those who've served in ministry before or have had experience in other industries that have a lot of meetings and a lot of things to prepare for, We can often take for granted the importance of preparation. We can often belittle the importance of preparing for a meeting. We can think to ourselves, I've done this before. I've been in a meeting like this before. I've led a meeting like this before. I don't really need to prepare for it. If that is your attitude, if that is my attitude to preparing for a meeting, then we will inevitably be a barrier to an effective meeting for our team. And so I want to highlight two aspects of good preparation. 
There are a number of different aspects that you could look into that other commentators have spoken on, but I want to highlight just two. The first one is the importance of seeing a clear and concise agenda. An agenda clearly outlines the topics and items that will be discussed at the meeting. And it also sheds some deeper light into what particular parts of those topics or items each member or participant needs to prepare for. So I'll give you an example of an agenda. Sometimes an agenda will go like this. The message will say, hey everyone, the meeting is going to be this Monday at 7.30pm at this cafe and here's the agenda points. Point one, weekly meeting. Point two, reap groups. Point three, the upcoming bowling event. Now with this agenda, yes, it's set the clear time and place, which is important. It's also set the topics that are going to be addressed. But this agenda is not really an effective and clear agenda. If I'm a member and I see this agenda, I don't really know what specifically about weekly meetings I need to prepare for or I need to think about. I don't know exactly what about our small group times, our reap group times, that I need to prepare for and think about prior to coming to this meeting. Instead, suppose the agenda points had a bit more information attached to it, where it said point one was weekly meeting, and attached to that point was two questions. What was good about the previous weekly meeting that we've run, and what needs to be improved for the next one ahead? Or for our reap groups, how has your group's attendance been, and how is your group finding and engaging with the content? By having those two questions or explanatory points attached to each agenda point, as a member attending this meeting or preparing to attend this meeting, I now know with a lot more clarity what I need to think about, what I need to look into. If I need to get some statistics or some facts to help me present at the meeting, I will be able to do that. If I need to write down my thoughts because perhaps I'm not very good at engaging and thinking on the spot in the meeting, then I can do that because I have some clear questions and explanatory points before me. And so this agenda is a much clearer one that highlights what exactly we're going to be talking about and gives deeper insight into how members can prepare for the meeting. So the first aspect of good preparation is a good, clear agenda set by the leader of the meeting, the person who's going to be running and coordinating the meeting. The second aspect of good preparation is deep engagement with the contents of that agenda. There's no point in a leader putting up an agenda if the members are just going to ignore it. There's no point in that agenda going out if no one's going to prepare for it. So as a member, once the leader has provided us with the agenda, once he or she has said, hey, this meeting is going to happen, here's what's going to be discussed. My responsibility as a participant is to be able to make sure that in the meeting I'm able to engage with those points, which means I need to engage with the agenda now, before I get to the meeting as I prepare for it. It means that I need to think about the weekly meeting that's just happened. I need to think about and maybe even write down the things that I saw which were encouraging, which were helpful, which were things that we want to continue to commend our team and our leaders and our organizers to continue doing in the future. And I also need to write down 
the things that I didn't like or the things that I had concerns about, things that I want to bring to this meeting and suggest to the team that we think about changing and improving for next time. I need to engage with the content prior to coming to the meeting. A mentor of mine when I was a lot younger and and starting off in ministry um, and I knew very little about how to lead, one of the things I remember him saying to me was that we should be so prepared and understand the agenda points so deeply and we should have responses to each point. We should be so prepared that if the meeting were to not go ahead, I would have answers already prepared to action if need be. In other words, I should know and I should have engaged with my previous weekly meeting to know what was good and what needs to be improved so that if the meeting gets cancelled and my leader delegates to me to make the improvements, to instigate what needs to change for next time, I should have answers on the spot ready to go because I've so prepared for the meeting. I'm not reliant on other people and their ideas for me to bounce off. Those ideas are helpful and that's why we have meetings, but I've prepared so well that if for whatever reason the meeting doesn't go ahead, I'm able to still move forward and action certain points. That's how deep our understanding and preparation for a meeting ought to be. And so two aspects of strong preparation for a meeting, there needs to be a clear agenda set by the leader of the meeting, the person calling the meeting and chairing the meeting, And there also needs to be a deep engagement with those points by every single person that's going to be a part of that meeting. So that if the meeting doesn't go ahead, we've engaged on such depth, in such depth that we now know some points that we can move an action going forward. So that's the first element, preparation, good preparation. Let's move now to the second point, execution. So you've prepared well and you come to a meeting. If you prepared well, when you get to the meeting itself, you should be able to avoid times where a question is asked and we're spending 15, 20 minutes thinking about our responses because we've already thought about our responses beforehand. We're prepared. So when it comes to executing a effective and, a, and a engaging meeting, there are some aspects of it that are really helpful that we need to understand as well. The first one is timekeeping. So often we're in meetings where, whether we're the leader or a member of the meeting itself, we're unaware of the time. We're unaware of how much time we have left and how much more we have to discuss on other matters. It also means that we're aware of the start and end time for the meeting. We respect each other's time by making sure we start the meeting on time and we finish on time. The second aspect of strong execution in an exec meeting or any kind of meeting you run is ensuring that you stay on point. This is really crucial and particularly relevant to the moderators of a meeting. It's so easy sometimes for us to divulge and digress, to make a detour that is unnecessary in that time and place. Many things that we discuss on the whim like that in a meeting can often be discussed at a different time or online or in another context. And so within reason, if you're the moderator, the leader of the meeting, you need to ensure that it stays on task. It stays in line with the agenda that's been set for the most part and it ensures that you continue to move forward and move through the things that you need to engage with. Now, that's not to say that nothing else can come up. It's not to say that you can't address anything that is not on the agenda. 
But the primary focus needs to be to move forward with the agenda points and make sure we are actioning the things that we need to address in this meeting. If there are important things that come up that need to be addressed, by all means, do so. But as a moderator, as a leader of the meeting, you need to ensure that you're staying on agenda as well. You're staying on track in what you discuss. And thirdly and finally, there needs to be some clear action points set. Now, this can be set by the leader. Sometimes it might be helpful for the leader to summarize at the end of each point what the action points are. Or perhaps it's, it's helpful to have someone else in your team, maybe the secretary who's writing down the minutes, to delineate very clearly the action points that are arising from the discussion. Things that people need to do once the meeting is done in the week or the month or the time period set before you. If action points are not clear, then things often will not get done. If things don't get done, then you lose the point of having that meeting. You lose the point of engaging with the discussion that you've just engaged with. So the third point that's incredibly important as a leader of a meeting and as those engaging in the meeting, the third point is that you need to have some clear actionable points to move forward with. So when when executing an effective meeting, you need to be mindful of time, staying on time, starting on time, finishing on time. You need to be ensuring, particularly when you're the leader, but whether you're a leader or not in the meeting, you need to be ensuring that you're staying on point, that you're staying on track with the meeting and not divulging too far either side. And finally, you need to ensure there are clear action points moving forward. And that brings us then to our last point. And it's something that we often don't think about as leaders. For many of us, the meeting ends when you close the meeting. Many of us think that an effective meeting is either effectively done or ineffectively done by the end of that meeting. But the third and final point here is the importance of action after a meeting. Action after a meeting. If you've done the execution part well, there'll be clear action points that are set out. And so there's two aspects that we need to highlight, two aspects that we need to think about when it comes to actioning those points and actioning other action points from the meeting every single time. The first aspect that we need to think about is ensuring that the minutes go up as soon as possible. So if you're the secretary or someone responsible for taking minutes, it's important that the meeting minutes are posted in the group chat, in the various space that you guys use as a leadership team to ensure that everyone has in writing the things that were discussed in the meeting. It ensures that people know and are reminded of the things that they need to do and the things that other people in the team are responsible for as a result of the meeting that you've just done. And the second element is to ensure that the action points are highlighted and that someone is responsible for ensuring that those are done. Now, often as the leader, the president, the person who's in charge of the meeting or the team, we might take it upon ourselves to do that. We might take it upon ourselves to make sure that the action points are appropriately actioned. But in your team, you may choose to delegate it to someone else. You may choose to delegate it to the secretary or whoever is responsible for your minutes and asking them to ensure that within a week or a month or the time frame set forward, the things that you've discussed, the action points that you've set out are clearly and definitively completed and everyone knows the outcome of those actions. 
And so in doing so, what we hope to see is that we will lead more effective meetings because nobody enjoys sitting in a meeting where it goes for hours, where it doesn't accomplish very much and has no clear purpose. And so by preparing well for a meeting, by being able to execute a meeting well, and by ensuring that we action the things that we need to do after a meeting, we will grow in being more effective in the way that we lead our meetings. And in doing so, we hope and we pray and we believe that we will grow in our effectiveness in ministry, that we will understand and learn, not just when it comes to meetings, but all kinds of events and gatherings, how to be more effective so that we can serve our God faithfully and effectively in all that we do. 